up that diesel. Um, 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 let's go diesel. Um. Cliff, Yo. you know when we get boat raced, I ain't never seen my nigga Corey do this before. It's like a few minutes left in the third quarter. Corey's like cut on red zone. I'm like, damn, yo. It's like that. Nigga, I turned on red zone. I think it was yeah. when did Heineke throw that that bad pick? I remember you texted. You said Which man, one? I that shit off. The one the, the one that when he he scrambled, I think it was like third and long. Yeah. It was on our mm-hmm. side of the field. It was like third quarter. I turned that shit off. I was like, my fuck this. No, it was just a shellacking. I didn't need to sit there through I didn't we didn't need to sit through the fourth quarter to see see them get their asses whooped even more. Right, plus there was some good games on Red Zone. Yeah. Right. Off. Niggas had to catch up on that fantasy, B. Right. <laughs> so, you know what the worst part of the beating was? Hmm. I mean, if they really wanted to keep their foot on the gas, they could have scored more than 43. And if we're keeping it a, a hundo, we're keeping it a stack, we was lucky to not get shut out in that motherfucker, for real. Like, we got the one touchdown on a 71-yard screenplay, then Hopkins does the own uh, fluke ass self onside kick. We get a touchdown off of that, and then we get a garbage touchdown. Like it really could have been like fifty nil in this motherfucker. Listen, <laughs> you got a beating, man. Like this is the league, man. You get beat like this on the road sometimes. On the flip end, they they scored the opening drive per usual. Mm-hmm. Yep, we got a shitty call. And that's the kind of shit that happens to you in those kind of road games because you need all the things to go your way. You're playing against a good team on the road. It's a third and short. You hit it for a first down. They call offensive pass interference. Unbelievable. That's a horrible call. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. It's a horrible call, Cliff. Horrible. Horrible call. You started behind, then they get the ball score again. Then you convert. That was a third down pass to Logan Thomas. Mm-hmm. Big conversion. Nick mm-hmm. Fox. Great effort. I, I get it. He was trying to make a play. But Logan, I mean, that we got to give credit to Javis White on that because mm-hmm. he, he punched that shit out like he was on Josh Norman, Peanut Tillman type shit. That's just a great play by Javis White. So, yeah. yeah it was just a bad look to show up like that and get boat raced in that spot, especially coming off two games in which your defense looked bad. You're lucky to win the one last Thursday night versus New York. Then you go in, in a game that I mean, keeping it a hundo, not many of us thought we'd win, but we all thought we'd show up. I mean, it was not competitive for all but like two minutes of the game when we were down seven and then they just marched again. And it really exposed a lot of the things that were just worries before that now are actual fears and nightmares. What's up with the defense, man? Yeah, but you know like, what's really going on? I'm with you, but when you get beat like that, because this is the NFL, right? It's in college, right? College, you really only getting beat like that if the team is way better, right? NFL, we see teams get smacked on the road like this, man. We see really good t- Like the Packers got the shit kicked out of them week one. Mm-hmm. Everything goes wrong. It makes you like you're the worst team in the league. It's almost like our fan base forgot that you can actually get blown out in the you game. You get blown out. Like, it don't, it doesn't, like, for me in the NFL, getting smacked like that doesn't mean, okay, everything is wrong. Mm-hmm. But the question, like you said, Paul, what's up with the defense? 
But moreover, like, how are you going to show up on Sunday, man? Yeah. Like I said, I got the Packers got smacked. Niggas won the next week. Sure, it was the Lions, but they showed up and won. Everything went wrong. Niggas got a lot of, like, oh, we're going to watch the tape. That's the same shit they told us last week. Oh, we're going to watch the tape. But, Cliff, to your point, bro, like, and I was telling Paul on Sunday, I also think this is why I wasn't as frustrated as everybody else because, one, sometimes you get your ass whooped on Sunday. That's what it is. Sometimes the other team is just better than you. Clearly. In their game, and they whoop your ass. They have a quarterback elite in this game, and he, mm-hmm. he showed that to us on Sunday. And, once again, we don't know what's going on with the defense, but – I don't understand why everybody's falling off the fucking bridge or falling off the cliff, acting like, oh my God, everything, the season's over. Like, it, we're one, two. It's on to Atlanta. Like I said, the team, you come out on Sunday, you win. You got you got two wins in the conference. You're, you're two and over the NFC. I don't understand why everybody's acting like we didn't already anticipate the team getting that ass whooped by Buffalo. The fact remains the way they performed, I think, is more the disappointing point. But taking an L to Buffalo, I'm pretty sure we all chalked that shit up as an L, Priest before the season even started. So, obviously, we need to figure out what the fuck is wrong with the defense. I'm still a little concerned about the offense because I'm not going to lie. Some of those passes Heineke was throwing, they concern me when he's throwing outside to them hashes. Some of them shits, you got to tuck that ball and run, bro, because his arm was looking a little weak on some of those passes. But, like I said, all the team got to do is go out there and regroup on Sunday, and this last, this loss will be in the past. So, that's where I'm Well, at. Corey, this is where I'm going to disagree with you on that. And while I do think the overreaction in the fan base is typically like a little bit out of control, the fact of the matter is that they really haven't put together like let me backtrack. I don't want to say they haven't put together any good tape, but it's been three underwhelming performances so far to open the season. I think we all thought that they would take strides in becoming a better team. And in a lot of different like facets of this of this team, of this franchise. The part we're putting on the field, they've taken a step back. Paul, you gotta watch. The reason I say this because what the fuck were we talking about week three last season? We gotta watch ourselves. We, it's, it was it was year one of the rebuild, Cliff. The reason I say that, Paul, is we know that certain teams, certain coaches, their teams do not start seasons well. Their teams play better as the season goes on. Most seasons, we basically, by the time we get to end of November, we don't even really remember the September games. Mm-hmm. So I hear you. you. You're one and two. You haven't played well in these three games. But the truth is, what does it matter? You're one and two. And what I would ask you, Paul, and the other fans is, it sounds like a lot of our fans would have been very happy with a moral victory on Sunday. Like we nah, man. Game 35, we, they would have been like, yippee, and we coming. Had we gone out there and lost 31-28, People would have been positive about an L. That's yep. weird to me. No, I, I hear you 100% on that, Cliff. I hear you 100% on that. Me, I personally don't do moral victories and L's the L's, W's the W. I don't care if we lose by one or 100. An L's the L. It's the way in which they lost and the way they had been performing against teams that you thought that you could stand a chance against. Like, I thought they would put up a fight against the Bills. I thought they honestly would beat the Chargers. I thought we would beat the Giants. If that, it was a kind of a closer game was kind of discouraging, but I'm not apologize for W's. It was just the way in which they didn't show up and then now going back after the game and kind of sleeping on it and like really evaluating how I feel about it. And we all saw the thing that Baldinger put out yesterday about the lack of effort. It's just sticking in my craws. Like, like, yo, is this team, are, are you taking a step back 
because it's what typically what Rivera teams do? Or is this team reading their own press and playing as such? I just think right now they're just not playing as a unit, and that includes the coaches and the players, and that's on both sides of the ball. I don't think it's a situation where they've regressed. Also, we got to understand, like Cliff, Cliff, you say this a lot, this is September. My opinion, the, what you want to do is just get out of September not being 0-4 or 1-3. Right. We get out of right. being 2 I think that's a win for this team. Yeah, you're fine, right? Like, for me, NFL September's, your teams that start 2-1, 3-0, that shit don't end up mattering. It don't. Because the truth is, October this year is five games. Mm-hmm. So we can't be like, well, they haven't played well in September. Would we really have been? Because I'm going to tell you right now, we know this fan base. Have we started? Have we won the Bills game? Like I said before, last week, people would just assume we'd have lost on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Would you rather win versus the Bills or win versus the Falcons in, in, like, in terms of making the playoffs? Period. Okay, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Based on the 12 quarters of football you've seen from this team, what gives you hope that we'll stand a chance against any of these teams, even the Falcons? Because I'm I know not saying we're both race or lose these games, but they're not putting putting anything on tape or anything. I feel you, Paul, but this is not college football. This is not about how you played. It's not. It just isn't, right? This ain't the yes, right? This is not <laughs> college football. So you're, you're like, yes, you did not play well. You're one and two. We don't believe this is a bad team. We believe the team can play better than they've played, right? Will they? We will see. But I'm not going to make – I'm not going to jump to conclusions after three games. We did that last right. year. At this point last year, we were talking about Fire Rivera. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> we got to slow down. Yeah. We got to trust the coaching. We believe yeah. the coaching staff is good. We believe we have good players. Rivera's yeah. history, his teams improve as the season goes on. I don't Straight know up. why the defense is playing so poorly. I know they can play better than this. Mm-hmm. What they put on the field is concerning, but I know they can play better than what the hell they're playing. And obviously, like let's say, we know they're going to go back, look at the film, they're going to try to figure this out. We got to give the coaches time to figure this shit out. I mean, it's no reason for us not to believe they can't figure it out. They figured it out last year where they won enough games to get into the playoffs when the division, yeah, it was only seven games, but Nobody expected him to do that after all them injuries coming in with Alex Smith with one leg and so on and so on. So, like I said, I'm not I'm not here to be in a full on panic mode. I hope the fan base can kind of woosah for a second. I understand we all get emotional because we just had a 40 piece put on our head on Sunday. But I trust the coaches and I think they can bounce back. But obviously, there's a lot of proven all across the board that can happen. So we established that we think this team can play better. I think we all know they can play better because they can't play much worse. Let me ask your opinion on this. What do you think the problem is? Let's start with defense. What do you guys think the problem is with defense right now? Um, for me, I looking through last season, especially as the defense started playing well, and I'm not putting this all on 99, but 99 was the emotionally on the field last year. He played with a ton of energy all times once he came back healthy. We haven't seen that this year. We just haven't. The the defense doesn't seem to have a tone set to it, right? The physicality's not there. They're not out here smacking folks. They're not out here, like you saw in that Baldinger clip, running to the ball. They don't have any of the fucking building blocks that a great defense plays with. They're not playing with them. 
They're not playing with the tiger they played with last year, Cliff. That's right. what it is. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. not playing with that same energy, whether that is the press clippings or maybe they're trying new things on defense. I don't know. I know this, though. One of the things that I have grown tired of when it comes to, to Twitter, when it comes to the NFL, is everybody's a fucking film guy on Twitter. <laughs> it's one thing for Baldinger to do, and there's some experts, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we're talking about September, man. September. Mm-hmm. That team's here. Fucking Jim Zorn team six and two out here. Yep. Six and three with Alex Smith. By the time November came around, we forgot about all that shit because the season is long, man. And if, like, look, you come out there next Sunday, you might play like ass and win. The fans will still be salty. Mm-hmm. Right now, this shit is about getting better as the season goes on and putting yourself in a position to not be out of it when those division games come. That's what we said going into the season. We got to stick it. with that. That's it. That's all it boils down to. And Paul, to speak on your question, I don't think it feels like just everybody on defense is trying to do their own thing. I don't know if they're not buying into the system or they're not playing as a unit, but Rivera always mentions maturity and everybody playing to their assignment. And once again, like we saw this past Sunday, blown coverages, D-line's not getting there. And to speak on what Cliff said, 99 has been that emotional guy that he – well, he was last season, you know. Picking up Montez's energy. I haven't seen the energy from Montez Sweat. I haven't seen the energy from the safeties. It seems like Kendall Fuller has just completely took a step a step back. I don't know what his issue is. I'm starting to think he might be injured. Um, it just seems like overall as a group, they're just not playing together. Um, and I don't know if it's a situation where they not binding the coaches or there's some beef going on somewhere. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate because once you start speculating, that's when people start putting out stupid ass rumors out there. But long story short, they just need to come together and play as a group. They need to get that swag back. 99 needs to pick it up. And I know he will pick it up. 90 needs to pick it up. I'm not, I'm not gonna put it all on chase. I know chase is the face of the team. I get it. Number two overall pick, but it's a lot of other dogs yeah. on that defense too that needs to pick that needs to elevate their game. There's a lot of people big money on that defense. They need to elevate their game. They also need something to be positive about. Yeah. The issue in these games is not just that you're playing poorly. It's that you're literally from the first drive getting mopped. Yeah. You were third and 15. You could have got off the field. I think the attitude defensively would have been very different. You got off the field that first drive. Yep. But you didn't. Yeah. Right, what happens, That's- third or 15, there's a wide-open guy behind the same person as yep. been the first two games. So then everybody's like, well, here we go again. Mm-hmm. That is emotionally right. drained that consistently happened to you week in and week out. Third and 15, third and 17, third and 12. You coming out, you get two good stops. Then they, they had a penalty, made it third and 15, and here we are back in that prevent, that zone defense, and they just Josh Allen drops it in, first down. Like, that shit has got to be emotionally draining, man. I, <laughs> so I can understand the frustration, but they can't. They can't get down. They got to come together, play as a unit, and get this get the swag back, please. I hear you. I have a few points to make on what you guys just said. Um, allow me to go through each of them one by one before you say anything. The first things first, Cliff, I, I hear what you're saying about not tripping off September games, but I think that might set up a dangerous situation where you're assuming, or you're uh, assuming might be the right word, that because they turned on the switch last year, they'll do it again this year. It's quite possible that they play like ass until January. And if that happens, it's, it's going to be a bad situation. This team can't go 
from being seven and nine, you know, not a great record, but a team that was trending in the right direction to taking a major step back. That's going to really, really fuck up the momentum this franchise had going this summer into into this season because we all thought they were taking a step forward. Yes, Paul, they, could eat, they, they, they could turn it around. They could definitely turn around. I would put my money on them turning it around to some degree, but we can't assume that they'll flip the switch because they did it in the past. I thought before we came into the season, weren't a lot of people saying there's a chance that this team may take a step back record-wise, but they could still improve? Yeah, nigga, but not 4-13. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. One, one, didn't you have us starting the season one and two? I most definitely did, but I ain't felt like this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you mean like this? Get him clipped because I was two losses, two losses, man. What does it matter how you lost? Yep. Clip, I hear you on that. I hear you on that. All that matters is the record, but there has to be nuance to this. If they lost, I, I, I already said that I don't care about moral victories, but that doesn't change the fact that if they lost two close games to two quality teams, I would feel different about it versus the way they've looked in these past three games. A narrow win versus which we know is now a bad Giants team getting blown out by a Super Bowl contender and then losing a game in which you couldn't stop a nosebleed versus Chargers at home in your season. Wait, wait, wait. That- but see, Paul, here's the thing when you say that, all right? Because this is, this is my thing when people talk about NFL games. Because NFL games end very closely. On one end, people keep saying, well, you barely beat the Giants. You, you only won because they missed. Well, the, you could say the Chargers only won because we fumbled, right? Yep. This is Back. the NFL. That's how this shit goes. In the end, you are one and two. There are other one and two teams. There are two and one teams that aren't as good as two and one. There are three and oh teams that aren't as good as three and oh. Thank but you. September. That shit don't matter. You need to improve as the season goes on, even if we played a th- great three games, because we could have played a great three games and still be one and two. That's how the NFL goes. Yep. Yeah. And, and people would say, well, if, if we started one and two, but oh, we played well, it was a tough loss to that team, tough loss to that team. Well, then it'd be like, well, are we are you gonna play this well the whole year? Well, what if we what if we don't play this well the whole year? Then what are we gonna do in the games where we don't play well? We're not gonna win those. That's yeah. not how the NFL works. We're one and two. We can be like, well, oh, we might go four and thirteen. Well, what the fuck type of shit is that? We can win a division after predicting one and two. It happens. Well, we can go four and thirteen. Jesus, people. Like I said, way the team took the L on Sunday, people are just acting like it's the end of the fucking world when they need to reel it in and understand it is week four of a eighteen week season. There's seventeen games. We played three. They have not performed up to expectations. But obviously, sometimes your team's not going to play up to your expectations. Sometimes the unit's going to come out a little slower. We should know that because this team did that last year. No, I'm not saying they're going to be like last year's team and run off and do whatever last year's team did. But everyone doesn't come out 3-0 and or start fast or everything's not hitting on all cylinders. There's shit that they got to work on. Hopefully they get it fucking corrected and they have an opportunity, like I said, to go 2-2 two and two on Sunday. That's all you can ask for is for that opportunity 500. You get out of Sunday two and two, I'll have a lot better feeling about the team going into a tough stretch that we have coming in October. But I'm not going right. to be like, damn, we lost. We let, we let Buffalo put 40 on us. Season's over. Well, right. I probably would have told you in July, Buffalo's going to put 35 to 40 on us. No, nah, but on top of that, look, man, you win versus Atlanta on Sunday, regardless of how you do it, 
that means you're about to play New Orleans with a chance to go three and two. Yes, sir. Right? Like, I said yeah. after week one, the road to nine and eight is a long-ass road. Yes, That's indeed. L's, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That day after those L's, you're going to think the team stinks, especially early in the year. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel like, oh, we're one and two. We're bad. It's like, nah. Yo, you went up. You went up state New York. You got not that ass one. You. <laughs> You're not the first. You're not the first NFL. And we're not going to be the Listen, they're really good teams that get blown out in the NFL. Yep. Early in the year. That shit in the end, man. I'm telling y'all, you couldn't tell me what the fuck happened in the NFL last September. You couldn't. You could probably tell me what happened with our team. You couldn't tell me what probably happened with the majority of teams in the league last September. Right. Nah, I hear you. Ends up being forgotten. Because as the season goes on, like I said to y'all in the chat, October is five games, which means there are going to be a lot of injuries this month. Mm-hmm. For us, I'm not going to be like on some glass half full shit, but I'm looking at it right now. I'm like, listen, you haven't played well. But on the bright side, your team is pretty fucking healthy. Yeah. All right. Fitzpatrick is out. Samuel's out. These are two guys you're expecting to come back. Your defense will play better than this. I'm just not going to have – like, we aren't the – we are not a bottom five defense. We're not. You can't convince me that we are. Nope. The other thing I had to say was about Chase Young because Corey's talking about expectations. And I do want to take a second to talk about Chase Young. I'm not going to be one of these niggas that, that bashes him right now because I think that's ridiculous. But we did have a conversation over the summer, maybe right before the Chargers game, that this was a year that, Char- that, that Chase was now the guy. Like, you are now the face of the franchise, you're the face of the city, you're the face of the rebuild. And if he didn't perform, that he would set himself up for what's happening now. I'm sure y'all saw Tom Lavera's piece today. This, this, this nigga probably wrote that joint back in May and couldn't wait to press send. You know I ain't read that shit. You know I, I read what you talking about. Of course I didn't read that shit. I didn't read that shit either, but it was making the rounds on the socials today. Of course he trashed him. Of course everybody's taking this time, not just fans of this team, everybody, what's wrong with Chase Young? He doesn't look hungry anymore. And of course, we all know that Chase is hungry. But we knew that when if he didn't perform, if the defense struggled, it wouldn't be the defense looks bad. It would be this defense under Chase Young looks bad. I mean, I just wanted to say that it's, it's a bad situation. Chase has no, a chance not, to turn no. it around. It's not a bad situation. <laughs> it's, it's the best situation for him right now. It could be a, a it, you know, we have plenty of time. Like you guys said, I'm not willing to sit here and say, okay, Chase is fucking up the bag, this net, yada, yada, yada. All I'm saying is that this, we, we feared this could happen. And now it looks like it's in the, in the process of becoming a thing. No, 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 no. Paul, see, this is, see, this is my issue when it comes to our fan base, man. Twitter is not real world. I got to repeat this. It's part of my line of work. I can't keep repeating this enough. That world is not reality. Sure. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, people commenting. Tom Lavero got a Twitter, don't he? Looking like 100 that, years old. That's your dumb as hell, Cliff. And a, but you know why he has a Twitter? That man's a Twitter account. Ash, he's a motherfucker, dog. Because when you get, because when it's <laughs> time to post that Chase Young story, you're going to get a lot of people clicking on that shit. But the truth is, this would be like talking about an NBA season after 10 games. 
fucking relax. Let the shit play out. We literally went through this last year. At this point last year, people wanted Rivera gone. People on this podcast were talking about firing him. So we haven't learned our lesson. That's oh, no, 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 no. Don't get it twisted. I am very, very much keeping a cool head about this thing. I'm not because about I you. know I'm what you. you're saying is true. Gentlemen. Yeah, of course. Of course, of course. Like, we like just I told you last year. Chase Young is the new target for the local media. That is, if he doesn't perform up to their standards, this is what we're going to get every overreaction Monday. Yeah, I wouldn't partake in this bullshit Tom Lavero was pushing. I didn't even click on Kevin Sheehan's podcast today because that's all the bullshit they're doing. That's all 980 and 106 is doing. People got to understand. Sometimes your superstar players, he's just not going to have a great day or a great performance. Yes, Chase is starting off slow. But I'm almost certain Chase Young will turn his season around along with Montez Sweat. Yes, we need more. I get it. Right. But again, let's not all jump off the cliff because 99 is doesn't lead the league in sacks after week three. Okay. Let me let's let me not- ask you one let me ask you one question real quick. Um, did y'all hear uh, Chase's press conference after the game when he was talking about um, don't be bullshitting around me this and that? I'm about to turn this around. Like I don't mind hearing that. I really don't mind hearing that. I will never mind a player taking accountability for shit that goes on. But I have seen some fans pushing back this week about the whole don't be a fan later, yada, yada, yada narrative because people are tired of hearing the talk. And I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I kind of feel them on that. Like, I, I, the time for talk is over. But you got to be about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to hear anybody bullshitting around me. Why wasn't that the, the energy three weeks ago? But see, this is the thing. That... That comment that he made came from the media asking him, what was the conversation with you and Del Rio on the sideline? I don't think Chase went out of his way to say, hey, if anybody in the locker room is bullshit and let me know. He responded to a question. I don't like, I feel like they're taking, they're taking his comments and just running with it. Like, oh, now he wants to talk, but he's not performing. No, they asked him a question. Him and, it, him and his defensive coordinator are trying to get on the same page. They're trying to get their defense in order. And he responded to a question from the media. Now, why is that turning into, oh, he just wants to talk, enough talking? I don't really remember Chase ever saying any comments like that or being one to comment too much, or maybe I'm just... Well, well no, it's, it's, it's not even that. It's, it's shit like Montez saying, oh, we finna break the, the sack record this year together, and now y'all niggas gotta combine two. Yeah, but, but yo, this is my thing with stuff like that, man. Like, and as far as Chase goes, the truth is, he's not playing the standard. And there's going to be criticism of you when you're not playing a standard. And of you're course. That height. That's the way it goes. Of course. However, we are three games in. And the, it, the issue, the, the things that concern me about this type of shit is people do all this anti-chase shit. And, and, and so you do it now. Then three weeks from now when he's balling, then what are you going to do? Hey, oh, great. Oh, Chase, great. Because that's why the players get pissed at fans, man. Like, And this is not even on some, like, pro player shit. We are three games into the season. Season's not over, right? Got 14 more. If he balls all of October, and then the fans are like, yeah, Chase, you're the man, Chase. We fuck with you. Well, you just shit on this nigga for three straight weeks. Literally. Literally. And nobody's saying Chase is above criticism, but the shit that I'm seeing... I'm just not feeling it, man. Because I feel like the, the fan base is feeding into that shit that they that once again, and I'm not going to completely blame the media, but they're a part of it. Like once again, Tom's article, all the topics on the radio stations, like 
yeah, he's got off to a slow start. It fucking happens. But I guarantee you he's going to pick it up. But the, the slander that Chase is getting <laughs> throughout this area right now, it's just... It's wild. wild. The reason why I think that Chase slander is a little bit out of control because he's not the only person that's playing poorly. I don't think that's the reason, Paul. I think the reason is because there is no QB shit this time. The last few, for a while now, basically since 2012, it has been QB talk that has always surrounded the team. Right, mm-hmm. right. Griffin to Cousins to Smith to who's it going to be? Is it going to be the Dwayne? Right yep. now, yeah. that isn't there. Right, right. I hear you. Fitz is injured. Remember when Fitz was healthy, it was like, should it be Fitz or Heineke? That was their mm-hmm. thing. When that was yep. then, when it became clear, oh, Fitz is starting. Fitz gets injured. Heineke comes in. There's no more QB shit to talk about. Right? There's no QB controversy to spur. So now Chase is essentially being treated like he's the quarterback. Absolutely. That is what's going on here. Because for real, had Chase played well, they would have said, well, what does it matter if Chase is playing well? That tells you that you really need to draft a quarterback because Chase is playing well and the defense is yep. They still would have turned it in that way. Would have figured out a way to turn it. Yep. Well, Chase now- is the face of the franchise, though. Usually it's the quarterback. On most teams, it's the quarterback. But Chase is the face of the rebuild. Right. So, I mean, I'm, fair or not, fair or not, that's, now, just, that's we, the card he's been Paul, dealt here. Paul, but we can't, we can't. Here's my deal with the Chase criticism, man. We know Chase is a great talent. More importantly, do y'all really want to be shitting on someone who is literally from here? There's something <laughs> about that part that really bothers me, man. It fucking kills this me. This from here. Kills me. Hometown boy. Face I hear you. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. It's a bad look, especially because he's from here. The, the only thing I'm gonna say, God damn it, another goddamn fire truck. Yeah, you should Yo, add that on the pod. You should leave that on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing about it is, is that there is just a a a what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's a 25 year frustration that's just pent up in this fan base. So whenever things go left, they're coming at anybody. And yeah. usually it's the, either the quarterback or in this case, in Chase Young's case, whoever the face of the franchise is. So when they get 40 put on their head week three, a normal fan base might be like, man, we're on to the next. We're on to Cincinnati. Uh, where's my man, Bill Belichick? But here is like, it is DEFCON 1, Chase Young, where you at? It's time for the guillotine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, yeah, but Paul. My thing with the fan base when it comes to this, like, do you know how long we've been doing? Did niggas stop doing it then? Seriously. This is my thing, with that, Paul. You can't, people can't be like, Paul, you know how long we've been suffering? Nigga, you can't sign a contract right to support this team. You, you can't point to me and be like, well, I've been suffering so long that every time something goes left, I'm going to overreact. Well, why are you rooting for the team now? I only say it that way because that seems to be the go-to anytime people want to overreact. Oh, but you know how long I've been dealing with this shit? Who the fuck is forcing me to deal with this shit? So you just gonna be before. Just I gonna thought we all agreed as a fan base to allow Rivera to do his fucking job. We got rid of Brucifer last year. Danny took a fucking backseat. There's going to be times like these or Sundays like this during a rebuild, the team is struggling. And again, 99, struggling or not playing up to expectations. I get it. 
But again, there's a certain level of criticism that he deserves. I get it. But the slander that he's getting, it's it's absolutely out of fucking control, man. Right. And people need to reel it in. And the reason unconnected, look real fucking stupid in October. The reason bald. I'm not doing that whole well chases the face. They started this shit in the off season. Yeah, when he didn't show it to before the season. That oh, yeah. needs to play better. There is no question. You need to play better. You need to play with more effort. Nobody's denying that. Energy. However, it is not week sixteen, man. So like, not at all. Me out here talking like it's week 16. I ain't going to listen to people talking about, well, what if we go 4 and 13? 4 and 13? Nigga, we played three games. <laughs> oh, my God, man. I get it. Nah, they're underperforming defensively. We had high Nobody hopes saying that, though. We had high hopes for the defense, man. No question. For whatever reason, I don't know why people thought it would be that the defense would just come out here and completely dominate. Like, one, we always have problems with fucking Danny Jones for whatever reason. Niggas couldn't even be happy when we beat the damn Giants. Yeah. This is what the fuck I'm talking about, Paul. We play the Giants, a team that we haven't beaten in a minute. We beat them. Oh, but we shouldn't have beat them because they messed up. It's like, nigga, who the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with y'all people, man? If we shouldn't have beat them, what the fuck are you a fan for? Like, let me stop. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm about to go off the record. Listen, I... I know we keep going in circles now, and I, but I just got to push back on that. Because, yes, while you can be happy for the win, we're all very happy to win that game. We desperately needed it. But you can't change the, the fact that you is one penalty away from being 0-3, bro. Who cares? Nobody Who cares? No, no, no. See, that's the thing, though, Paul. That's the thing about the NFL. That shit don't matter. I just I watched a game on Sunday. Teams having penalties called that basically change games. Nobody cares come no December how you won that September game. That shit don't matter. I can't keep repeating that enough. When you look back on NFL seasons, there are games that are won this part. Look at the way the Raiders beat the Ravens week one, right? Look how they beat them. If I said to you, Ravens, Raiders, week seven, week 18, who you take it? Who you going to take in that game? I'm probably going to take Lamar and the Ravens. Yeah. So what does that tell you, man? The people need to chill. You're gonna lose games in the league, man. If you go, if you go, we're not a 14 and three team. It'd be one thing if the expectation was that we were supposed to, we were supposed to win 13, 14 games. Then I'd be like, shit, we need to get it together. We thought we were gonna be an eight win, nine win team. We are one and two. Relax. The and road to nine and eight is AFC championship game, Cliff. Cliff, we played a team that was an AFC championship game. They're better than us. They smacked us. They have an elite yeah. quarterback. That team is right. Super Bowl ready. Why is everybody so surprised at that? Right. Well, I think, I, 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 I think that's another on. source of I think that's another source of frustration in the fan base because we all heard Ron Rivera say over the, the week last week, oh, this is a measuring stick game. You want to see where you stack up to the league's best. And we all know that we're not in that in that tier of NFL team. But it's not even like not we're not close. You got smoked. Like smoke, smoke. Yeah. Bucko. It happened. Yeah, but Paul, teams get smoked in this league. I know, I know, like, I know. They know, Paul. <laughs> teams get smoked. Oh my God. You fall out the AP top 25. It's not how this shit works. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, like, and I ain't even going on my man. Paul was like, Paul was livid on Sunday. I, oh, no, I know he was. I know. I get it. I know. Well, I, I, was mad. I was mad too. But the thing is, like, I expected us to lose the Buffalo. As a fan, I was just hoping we kept kept it close or some kind of way pulled off a fluke Vic. 
but we lost. They put up 40. Look, Josh Allen had a day. Niggas wanted us to be competitive so they could have a game to watch. Right. That's how most of you, that's why people, I thought we could win the game, but I also knew you're going to have to play really fucking well to win a game like that. And we didn't. Three turnovers, you're not beating the team like that. You also need breaks. Yes. And we didn't get get in the game. That's how games go in the league, man. Sometimes you got the one with the Hopkins Hopkins kickoff, but outside of that, we didn't get any breaks. Right. You go on the road, you don't, you, you start off behind, you're committing penalties. Next thing you know, it's 21 zip. We see road games like that probably three, four times a month in the NFL, and it's not yep. always a bad team taking that ass whooping, man. We yep. know that. So people need to, like, the whole reaction to the game itself, like, we know that game was not, uh, 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 it, like, that wasn't our team. That wasn't the Bills. The Bill, I don't even think the Bills played that great, frankly. So that's just one of them games in the league, man. Niggas get blown out out here. It's going to be happen. We do it every year. And we know that our team, generally speaking, we know how our teams make the playoffs. We know mm-hmm. how they end up doing it. If they end up making the playoffs, that is. We know how they go. And Cliff, that goes back to the original point of we just trying to get to November to be in it before mm-hmm. we get to the division game. Which, which is so, what everybody said going into the season. Thank, thank you. And then you start one and two and they're like, well, this could be lost by a lot. It's like, what do you mean? It's one L. <laughs> Ah, oh, man. Yeah. Different conversation we lose in the Falcons. Yeah. I'm not really tripping off losing. We've lost two games, right? Two. Honestly, based on what we've seen from Herbert, we've probably lost the two of the top five QBs in the league. Yep. We got to keep that perspective, man. We have to. And I mean, in fairness, Corey, I, I think that I had a right to be pretty pissed off on Sunday. Even though I wasn't expecting us to win on Sunday, so I kind of went into the game kind of like, all right, well, whatever, whatever. I'm, I'm just watching this game, having a good old time, having a few brews. But when they started getting a mud hole stomped, I was like, all right, man, let me get, let me get heated. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as much as the defense gets criticism, I think, and well-deserved, I was a little disappointed in the game plan offensively on Sunday. Sunday? What's today? Monday? Tuesday? Tuesday, Tuesday, right? Shit, I'm tripping. Timestamp, it's Tuesday at 5.59 p.m. So, you know, you're going into a road game, you're playing against a really good team. Regardless of what you think of Taylor Heineke, whether you think he's good enough or not, he is still Taylor Heineke. Like, and I feel like Scott Turner wasn't approaching it that way. He was approaching it like he had Josh Allen. Right, like we gotta respect, like we should be more of a ball control team. That was the kind of game where we knew we couldn't score with the Bills. So you're gonna need to control the clock, get first downs. I think that's the shitty part about that penalty on that first draft. It put us down 14 nothing, and now your whole, even if you did want to run the ball more, shit, you're not going to. Yep. And that's the thing about those kind of games when you fall behind early, man. The game plan just goes into the trash, right? So, and you saw what Rivera said about wanting Heineke to manage the game better. He does need to manage the game better. You got to make all, decisions. Scott's got to help him with that situation. I mm-hmm. told Paul or Sunday, why are we dropping his brother back like he's Aaron Rodgers? Yes, right. I understand he can make he he understands the offense, but 
you have a running back in 24 and 41 who look like they're going to have the ability to run the ball today. McKinson started a game, started a game over Gibson, came out with a good run to start it off. Like, mm-hmm. why not try to control the clock? Why not try to do ball control so Josh Allen has less possessions? It just seems like if we could have had a better game plan to help Heineke out instead of asking him to, you know, try to be Superman. And some of them plays, he was truly trying to make a play. Obviously, some of those interceptions to the outside, I mean, that shit is unacceptable. But like you said, Cliff, when you're down 14 nothing, you basically scratching the game plan and your quarterback's out there just trying to do whatever he can do to get your team on the board. Right. So I feel like Scott could have done a lot better job as far as getting the ball in Gibson's hand. I feel like we've been saying that for a couple of weeks. And after what Rivera said in his press conference uh, yesterday, I'm almost certain we're going to see more 41 and 24 on Sunday versus Atlanta because we've got to do more ball control and have this defense on the field less. If because – they need to get their shit together as well as on the offensive side of the ball. Go ahead, me, it's not even just, oh, we should run the ball more. It's like, dog, we can't just be out here and fucking empty. Yeah, no, man. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, come on, guys. Like, I'm with you. But like, I can't. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's, I'm with you, Scott, but yep. chill. You got to chill a little bit, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that he is a, uh, um, exaggerating Heineke's abilities a little bit. You may have all the faith in the world in the, in the young man, and that's great. Have faith in your quarterback. But if you put him in position where he's throwing the ball on every damn down against this ferocious defense, that's, you know, hey, what did I say last week? Micah, Micah um, Hyde and Jordan Poirier were like two names to watch, and they each picked them off, each baited them off into an interception. So yep. it's like you have to know – where you're at in the, you know, 46 times against the Giants, I'm cool with that because he was moving the ball against the Giants. But a team like the Bills in a hostile environment in his first road game, that wasn't the spot to have him carry the team. Agreed, was Could have said it better. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's not the spot for that. Um, mm-hmm. Antonio Gibson, uh, you know, another great effort. I mean, he needs to get the ball more. He had a quiet day uh, from a rushing aspect. I think it was like 12 carries for like 31 yards. And obviously, that's not good. But honestly, I mean, nothing went right on Sunday. The Bills did a good job of shutting down McLaurin. I mean, they had a game plan to, to keep him from getting the ball. I mean, it just looked like a really – like a, a, a real bad situation for Heineke to be in. I don't want to give him excuses, but, you know, this was not a great situation for him or the offense to be in. It was just – it kind of looked like they ran into a bus off. To be well, honest. looking like offense that's missed Curtis Samuel. Well, the reverse yeah. part. So the part where I'm like, defense, what the fuck? We are on the road, man. We kick the ball off. We are 7-0 down every game to start the game. 7-0. Niggas march on us. Right? So we are the games that we have had with him has started these two games. We have essentially started, we've been trailing the whole game. game. Yep. We just haven't been able to get a lead. Like even so, I think that's what makes it tough. But having said that, the ball needs to go to 24 in all different types of ways. 24 and 17 need to be getting 30 combined attempted touches. A game. There are two best players on offense, not even close. They're both game-breaking players. We haven't really had a back that can make that play, Gibson made. Since Portis, for real. Mm-hmm. That was a hell of a fucking touchdown play, man. Hell of a play. The touchdown run by Heineke. That's a hell of a play. 
he loved that pylon though. Well, I thought he got hurt for a second. Again. I definitely thought he was about to get up wobbly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think a lot of that Buffalo game, when it comes to the, and that's why I kept bringing up like NFL games in general. That's a game script type shit. Like the game starts and sure, okay, we would love to call this, we'd love to win, but you sort of blinked and we're down 21 nothing. Some of it was fluke, some of it was like because of your own mistakes. And then the game sort of just snowballs from there. It was kind of shocking that we got the 21-14, frankly. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. why the, I feel like that's why the fans were even more blown because we got it to 21-14 and then got blown out from that point forward. Had yeah. we just gone out there, played a shitty game, and like had the rough breaks early, lost like 30 to 10, I don't know if the reaction would have been that mad. We got within a score. Didn't we get the ball down a score? We did. We Pretty did. Sure yeah, we, we got to stop. And then we there was an opportunity where we could have, uh, I think we were down two scores, had the ball going at half, that drive went poorly. But remember, I texted you before the game started. When I saw that the wind was 20, 30 miles an hour, I was like, I don't think this is going to work for Heineken. So those throws out to the hash, I mean, that shit was just floating. That was also just dumb. Like, why are you throwing that? Even the, the second interception, why are you throwing? You're late. Over the middle. That's getting picked. You're, yep, late. You're late to the far hash. You're Taylor Heineke. That ball is getting picked off. Right. Like, who do you think you are, bro? I mean, <laughs> not, not, not to be an asshole, but no, like, seriously, you ain't my homes, brother. You ain't my homes. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely hear you. And, Corey, I think you're right. You know, today, you know, timestamp, you know, it's Wednesday at 6.06. Tomorrow we'll know more about Curtis Samuel, but this offense is missing a Curtis Samuel right now, especially when a team does everything in their power to take away 17 out of the game plan. Mm-hmm. 24 can only do but so much as a running back. You need another guy out there. And Heineke does need to uh, – well, it, you know, really it's, not on Heineke. it's not on Heineke. I think this has got to be on Rivera and Scott Turner. They have to Absolutely. devise a game plan where they're limiting Heineke's impact on the game to a degree. You know, ask him to throw 35, 40 times, you know, you're asking him to carry the squad. You're asking him to be the man on offense. And I think that there's other ways to go about it. But that doesn't work unless you have the dogs go along with them, right. which is why we need Curtis Samuel but back. Especially with the way this old line has been playing in the run game, like you would think they want to allow Gibson and McKissick to get the ball a little bit more. Just allow the offense to get in the rhythm. And allow mm-hmm. That should allow yourself to set up a little play action. Instead of going empty set and asking Ford to drop back and, hey, read these defenses with this wind blowing 25 miles per hour. Like, that's just not a good combination, man. So, again, Scott Turner's got a – and I'm not knocking Scott, but we got to do a little better job of helping Heineke out. Can't put it all on four. What What did y'all make of McKissick getting the start? Oh, I think that was just a look. Yeah, just situation. a I don't think that I, – because I think they, they lined up, what, I think three wide with a tight end, right? Yeah. And McKissick in the back. So I think they were just trying to show him a different look. Yeah. Yeah. By the yeah, way, I, I thought, what, what's going on with y'all guy, Deami? What's going on there? Got the oh, drop man. The drop season, man. He looks like a third-round pick rookie. He does. He looks like he's he look he looks like he's thinking a lot out there. I didn't um, understand first to him either. He's not a player we should be running to reverses to. Period. Like Paul was talking about the bubble screen with Humphreys. I don't want to see no reverses to Deami Brown. He's a well, wide I mean, that plays that that plays that designed for Deami Brown though. It's not. It's not. That, that plays probably for seventeen or ten. But when you when you're missing one of those guys, you can't just say okay, well this play is going to seventeen. They'll be keen on that. You got to give it to somebody else. You know you but, actually, you know one of the things that's concerned. Like, not concerning. One of the things I was thinking about during the game on, on uh, Sunday is 
there are a couple guys that were major fours down the stretch last year who don't get to play anymore, right? And one of them has been cut, right? We cut Reeves, right? Um, we don't really play Cam Sims that much. Nope. I'm not saying Cam Sims is some big star. I just think it's one of those things where every time Cam Sims is on the field, he seems to make plays, man. Let me throw uh, or Evers' name in there, too. I mean, I know he got yeah. hurt towards the end of last season. He didn't play towards down the stretch. But when he ended up playing, he was some. He was nice. He was he was a, a player yeah. out there. I think they got to ch- I think there's some things they got to change up in terms of bringing that energy. man. Because I'm on, especially on defense, I'm just not seeing. It's not that niggas get smacked out here. Oh, no, nope. seeing it. Nope. Can I ask you all one question? One more question. You saw that fourth and one play that Jamin Davis made, how good of a play that was? Yep. Why is that not enough for him to be taking all of Bostic snaps? I was asking that all Sunday. I have no idea. Look, man. Look, I, I understand if you want somebody to be out there being bad, why not just let the rookie be bad? I'm, 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 I, Cliff, I'm with Paul on that. At this point, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck about – well, I can't say that. I'm not going to knock Bosco's leadership. I understand he's a veteran leader in the locker room. That's cool. But with that said, there's a reason you drafted Jamin Davis at 19. You need to let the kid play. He's made a couple nice plays, and I'm sure he's made some bad plays because he was out there thinking a lot. But he's only going to get better if you allow him to play. And at this point, Bosco and Holcomb in coverage is a tragedy waiting to happen. Y- y'all see that dad just sent y'all on, on the, in the group chat? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. That shit is unacceptable. Yeah, all right. Uh, I'll just say it out loud for the people on the podcast. 15 receptions on 16 targets, 197 yards, 13.8 per catch, 70 yards in yak. The 70 yards in yak is the worst, worst part of that stat. Bostic zone. This man is constantly in the matrix. Listen, I said this on the, on the Rock Pile podcast with the Bills folks last week. All I heard all summer was how smart this man is. Bet, give me some stock advice, but you can't be my middle linebacker no more, dog. You got to go. Look, my thing with the leadership talk is, one, that shit comes from the media, and I don't like when the media tells us that kind of shit. Two, yo, don't nobody care if you're, you can lead if you're out here getting cooked. Yeah, I'm not trying to hear that shit. Nobody, like, the, I'm, the, there's no way to play like, well, I know he's getting cooked, but what a guy, huh? What a guy as he gets shredded all over the field. Now, what a speech, but he's getting broken down <laughs> on the yard line. Um, my, thing, my thing when it comes to playing time in coaches is that I am generally just going to defer to the coaches on that. I don't know their reasons. If they tell me they don't think Jamin is ready, then I have to take that as meaning the nigga's not ready. Now, should he be playing more? Seems like it. I will say about that fourth, that, that short fourth down play, that's the kind of play that I think someone who isn't ready can make, right? Like, this is a ball going to the flat. Use your speed. You know what I'm saying? Keep them short. Yeah. My thing with Bostic is, are we sure you're smart? Because you never seem to be in the right place. Ever. Right. <laughs> so You're never in your zone. The receiver's always in your zone. It's like, they're like, okay, where's 53? We know he's here, and he's not going to be right 